Welcome to the Crater Podcast, a weekly show where we discuss all the JavaScript news that's happened on Crater.io this week. This episode is for Friday, February 5th, 2016. This week's episode is brought to you by Modulus.io. They are the single best hosting option available for Meteor right now. Go to Modulus.io and check them out. They offer a marketplace. They offer you Mongo databases. It's very easy to integrate with other Mongo databases. You know, they offer WebSocket support with sticky sessions. They do everything right for your Meteor app. I use them for everything that I'm doing. I would highly recommend you use them as well. Modulus.io. Welcome, Crater fans. I'm your host, Josh Owens. And I'm the sidekick, Ben Strahan. <laughs> What's up, sidekick? <laughs> What's up, Batman? What are we doing today? <laughs> Talking about asteroids. <laughs> right on. I'm, I'm wearing the, I'm the sad king. Nice, nice. Yeah. So if you're, if you're not watching YouTube version of the podcast, then that sucks for you. You have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you do watch the YouTube, make sure to hit the subscribe button below. If you listen to the podcast, or even if you don't listen to it, you watch it on YouTube, you should go leave us a review. Like we like reviews. I don't know about YouTube reviews. No, not YouTube on iTunes. Sorry. Yeah, seriously. Like if you're part of YouTube, we don't want your review. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I don't really care what you think. I, I welcome all comments on YouTube. I just ignore most of them. Oh, <laughs> uh, I love YouTube, man. Uh, like, like Paul from OK Grow, my the founder of OK Grow, the guy I work for, uh, he put up a React tutorial yeah. at a meetup that he was talking at. Uh-huh. And some dude was like, hey, yo, you know, and talking to Paul, like a senior developer, he's like, hey, you know, you shouldn't have a white background for your text editor. You should make it black. Like, that's just, that's just common sense. I was like, man, YouTube commenters have some big, big, you know what? Bike, bike shedders. We'll just call them bike shedders. <laughs> Anywho. Nice video, bro. Change your background color. Yeah. 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 Right. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Whatever you say, random YouTube guy. Uh, All right. So this week we're going to talk about, but does Meteor scale? Mm. No, no, just kidding. Uh, introducing <laughs> a better, better mantra, Meteor data with 1.3 and React and why React doesn't have templates or why doesn't React have templates or mm-hmm. I don't know. We're going to dive into that. So. Totally. Should be interesting. It should be interesting. So I tried, I tried an experiment this week, actually. Rather than me just cherry-picking the interesting topics, I just took the top-voted topics. And since we're, we're only doing four, and I put them in the order that they were most interesting, uh, more, most voted for on the site. Really? So your article? Yeah, had 20 votes this week. At the top. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, no, it was a great – actually, I really liked it. I really enjoyed. It's perfect. It's perfect. Like, I don't know. If, before we dive into this, one thing. Yo, congratulations. This is show number 90. Indeed. I noticed that we started in um, January of 2014. So January 10th. So January 10th, 2016 was our two-year mark. Like, I've been at this wow. one. 
You know, you're legitly Batman because Batman had multiple Robins, and I think I'm the third Robin. Are you? Yeah, I'm Ooh. the third Robin. I guess Dean was kind of in there. I don't know. And Rye? Yeah, Rye, Rye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I was the original Robin. That's right. So that's why I wore red today. Nice. <laughs> so does Meteor scale? Answer is yes. The so answer, right. no. The answer is no. It doesn't scale at all. <laughs> no, the, the, you know what the answer is? And, and this is, you know, I, I wrote this because I get this question like every time, man. We do like a Q&A or something and, every, and someone's like, well, but can I get it to scale to the million users I'm going to need? Yes. Like, how do I get Meteor to scale to a million users? In, in six months, we're projecting a million concurrent users. Like, and, I'll believe and we only that. have fifteen dollars a month to budget for our server. Like, <laughs> we got to keep the cost down. Yeah, <laughs> it all on our offshore developer. No, I'm just kidding. Like, that's terrible. You could almost judge the people who asked the question. Like your article said, like, hey, it depends. And someone with experience would understand that immediately. Yeah. So you're kind of showing your inexperience when you say, when you ask a question like that. And it's the same thing, like, when you have old graphic designers getting into front end for the first time, they usually Google what's better, Angular or React, you know, or they Google like something generic like that. My, one of my blog articles is uh, Meteorverse Angular is like the most popular Anything, blog yeah. article I have. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's a garbage. Comparison. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's my rant. Okay. Let's talk about your article. So, I, you know, the problem I have is that scaling means different things, right? Like, a lot of people can mean a slightly different thing when they say it. A lot of people, I think the question is, like, how many concurrent users can I handle? And the answer is, you know, we don't get automatic publications. Like, auto-publish ain't a thing that you do in an in an actual app because like you need to be able to optimize for the individual thing you need to do. Right. Mm -hmm. Like another good question I get is, uh, offline data. Like how do I handle offline data and like the conflict when this thinking happens and it's like, that's, that's individual to your app. Right. Mm -hmm. It's going to be different. Like the way you implement that is probably going to be slightly different than say Uber is going to implement that kind of feature. So, you know, we, we can all go, Oh, Elixir, you know, they can, they can scale out and they can handle, you know, I saw Phoenix can do 2 million connections and it's like, uh, yeah, like I can probably go write some mindless, pointless thing that says we can handle, you know, thousands upon thousands of connections coming into like a hello world publication that just says literally mm-hmm. just returns hello world. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't even hit the database. It doesn't do anything like yeah. Isn't that interesting? Like we're just testing that WebSocket with node scales to a certain point. Like I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Not not interesting. So um real interesting things that you said what in the article was it it really depends on your idea. Like like the whole thing is like do you have an idea that scales, that grows? You know, can you get the users? That's the thing that you need to have a good business model. You need to iterate and provide the users what they want really quick. Right. That's yeah. the main thing for scaling. A lot of these questions are coming from technical people or slightly technical people that are building apps and, you know, they want to know, like, am I going to run into trouble scaling? Well, at the end of the day, like, 
your number one concern shouldn't be scaling. Like if you're doing a good job and you get a huge influx of people and they're willing to pay you money, like you're just going to go the route of like throwing money at the problem. Right. Mm -hmm. And a reference, you know, you and I talked to Classcraft on that, that media club podcast. Yeah. And And, and then they did a great job at uh, meteor night. Oh yeah. Talking about scaling. I haven't watched that, but I mean, Oh, okay. I'm I'm sure it covers a lot of what we already talked to them about. It did. It did. Um, yeah. But, you know, the the thing is, at, at the end of the day, like, they did the most ridiculous thing that I think any DevOps person would hear. And they went to, like, a 60-core machine, and they were running two processes per core. And they're like, eh, we're scaling, right? Yeah. And that's so throw, throw money at it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's what you got to do. Yeah. I know a couple other uh, startups and that, that got some momentum behind them. And that's just what you do. You just throw money at it because really you might like test your code, you know, virtually to see if it can scale and all stuff. But when it really happens, there's always going to be something that crops up. So you just like throw money at it and that's just what you do. And then you work, work around it. Yeah. Because you're trying to convince people that your product is valuable enough to spend their hard earned dollars on something. And Mm -hmm. you know, like you're only going to do that through creating features and creating that, that interest an engagement with a, with a user, not, not by like, you know, having the fastest server ever. I did some work with a company that was purchased by GoDaddy. And, you know, when I got hired on, they were paying like well over a dollar per user for their hosting setup. And like they had nightly jobs that were running and they wouldn't even finish. Like they were sinking a hundred thousand bank accounts and, and it wouldn't finish in a 24 hour period. And I got put on a team and our job was to make it faster. And we got it to the point where we were running through the job queue in less than 12 hours. So we were running the sync twice a day. And, you know, we got that cost down to like 45 cents a user or something. But, you know, that, that's something that happened after GoDaddy bought the startup, not yeah. before. Yeah. So. Well, and if you're a smart developer, like you're going to, you're going to have all the features validated before you really put a lot of effort into coding something that's very robust. Maybe, but I mean, that's saying that you're maybe good at figuring out the feature set or I don't know, like validation's a very hard thing to do as well. And chances are you're going to pick the wrong things and you're going to start talking to people and they're going to. That's what I'm saying. Like if you choose the wrong things, this prevents you from dumping a bunch of time into choosing the wrong thing, which you're going to. So like off the bat, the question is, oh, I really think I'm going to have like, I'm guessing this, this many users in 12 months. Should I start using cluster right off the bat? Should no. I break everything off? No, stop. No. Like exactly. walk away, go set up Modulus, go set up Heroku, go set up Galaxy. You know, obviously mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm somewhat biased. I won't pull a Hillary Clinton here and say that because Modulus gives me money, you know, it doesn't affect me. It does oh. probably to some degree, right? Oh, Josh and his super pack. <laughs> My Modulus super pack. Yeah, totally. I mean, you know, but don't spend time on, you know, tinkering with your setup. Like that, Seriously. that's a passion project of mine. And so like when the next post comes out and I talk about how I've got craters set up, like that's, to me, like I find that stuff super interesting. I did a podcast for almost two years, a video podcast called WebPulp TV. You know, I, I loved exploring how people were scaling out the back end of their systems. That, you know, I talked to the guy that was like working at Netflix. It was amazing. So I, I don't know. Like that's that's interesting to me. Yeah. But if you're building a business, you should probably shut. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. 
Yeah, because you're going to be spending too much engineering time troubleshooting that stuff. And exactly. you, don't, you haven't even validated the idea yet. Exactly, exactly. That's your number one job is like getting people to like your crap and pay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, the next thing that I thought was amazing that you pointed out was optimization is not so much going to come from media per se, how you as a developer is handling data. You know, and you touched on it recently just now in this talk about publications and optimizing your publications and your subscriptions. Get yeah. published. But also how you store data, you know, uh, Chrome jobs that you have to do and having it finish in time. A lot of stuff is going to be around optimizing the use of data. And that's not so much connected directly per se to concurrent users, you know, depending on what you're doing. So that, that's the next step. So it's like Meteor is almost like you're getting into Meteor scale after you're already tackling two major things before that. Yeah. Which is that you, you got the right idea of what you're even trying to build. That's the first one. And the second one is your database is set up how it should be. Your Chrome jobs are, are running good and, and you're storing stuff correctly. You know, I hear this and I'm like, oh, do I have to answer this again? Luckily, I just send them to you. So that's why you get a thousand emails <laughs> every week. Go ask that guy. He knows. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, great article. It's a quick read. I recommend everyone who is listening to the show that didn't read this article, like go jump on Josh's unicorn blog and uh, go read it. I'm thinking of changing the name. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't found a clever name yet though. YouTube commenters, can you please tell us what Josh's blog name should be? Wow. <laughs> wow. Thanks, Ben. Thanks They're gonna, they are the most creative commenters I know, so that's fine. I've had some questions about, like, um, you know, business, more business-related stuff, like freelancing. In particular, like, people always wonder about contracts and stuff. So I thought I'd start talking more about, like, how to run a business where you write software. That's a good point. And then you got the Space Dojo blog that's uh, up on Medium. Yeah. Which is like more like tech, an opportunity for more technical blogs. Yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking like, I don't know, the art of business, software business or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you cre- create tutorials and, and you have unique insight into like how to manage communities and stuff. All that stuff is not really technical, but no, yeah. is, is valuable. Nonetheless. Cat, cat wrangling. Cat wrangling. <laughs> All right. What do we got next on the list? Intro to better mantra. Mm, better mantra. <laughs> yeah, that's what she's going to do. Mm. <laughs> Whenever my daughter talks about like yoga, she's six. And like she'll, she'll be like, look, I'm doing yoga. And she like gets into like Indian style sitting and like she does this. <laughs> Next time she does Whenever that. Whenever I hear mantra, I think of that. Yeah. Be like, whoa, you're floating. Do you know that? Don't open up your eyes. Whatever you do, don't open your eyes. You're floating. Nice. <laughs> nice. I'm going to do that now. I love being a dad. Like, mm-hmm. man, my kids are so gullible. My kid, no. Like, they just know now. They don't even believe me. I, it's good. It's coming for me. It's coming for me. My oldest daughter's like that. Like, yeah. like dad. I've trusted you too long and you've made a joke of, of my trust of you. So I don't believe you anymore. Yeah. Like that's what I, do. Yeah. I feel like you're, you're doing the dad thing, right? If that's true. Like once they hit like seven or eight or nine, like if they don't believe you anymore, you, you're parenting, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. So a better mantra. Gosh, I didn't even have a chance to really dive into the, the first mantra. I read it on it. Yeah. 0.2. Jeez Louise. Okay. So the big thing is uh, it supports 1.3 modules now. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing that that's the big improvement. And then they, no, shaking. no, I don't, I don't think so. Or is it just like a documented structure around? Yeah, I think it's just a little more uh, documented structure, like how they lay out the the server and the client side. Okay, uh, was some of it, and then like showing off their testing as well was a big. Thing yeah, further down, yeah, that that was pretty impressive. Yeah, but I it's already built on one point three, like the whole idea of mantras, because of one point three. Now that's what I thought, and so I wanted to have more time to dive into this, but. I've just been a loser today <laughs> or this whole week. Like if those following transmission know that like I've promised them shows and I'm like, like two shows behind <laughs> releasing them and everything. It's tough, right? <laughs> I just, everything got bumped one day earlier in the week. And mm-hmm. that just like, that screws me up. Yeah. I didn't know I was so much of a product of pattern, but I guess I am. So, anywho, I'm like a horrible person to present Matra 0.2 because I haven't tried it out that much. <laughs> what I see in this article, I love. It's awesome. Have you had a, had a moment to play with it at all? Uh, honestly, I haven't. I've just been playing with 1.3 kind of directly. Yeah, I think that's like more important. Yeah. Right now, like understand that first. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a client project that I've put directly on 1.3. Oh, but that's awesome. Except I lost like <laughs> half a day yesterday just trying to get foundation. You, you found out why it wasn't awesome, huh? Yeah. yeah, it's terrible. Oh, this is why I don't do production stuff with beta software. Oh. Yeah. I well, you know, it's not, it's not going into production this month, so I'm not too worried about it. That's kind no. of why I made the decision, but. I think you made the right decision. Like, and, and also, this is the way that you learn. Like, like mm-hmm. This is how we're also going to test 1.3 to make sure that it's ready, it's ready for production. Yeah. Like I, I feel like I already have like probably 25% more knowledge than most people using Meteor because I'm, I'm using 1.3. <laughs> I think it's a well-founded percentage. I, I think it's, it's maybe going to be a little painful when it comes out in all honesty, 1.3, yeah. but I, well, way off topic. Maybe it's I'm not, it's not off topic like that. Well, mantra. Yeah. We're talking about it is off topic. A little bit. It's all your fault. But since we're on that, I was going to say, you know, the pain that you went through and a couple other people have been saying like 1.3 has been a little painful upgrade. And so uh, Sashko and I are recording transmission a couple hours after this one today and that's going to be one of the topics be like yo people like what to expect and also talking to the package managers and being like yeah yeah i think think that's a big problem right because certain things are changing and like the the foundation problem i have is that they're not pulling in files from node modules and handing those off through the build tool so you can't ask for sas files so they never get passed to 4.7 SCSS or whatever to do the compilation for Zerb Foundation. Yeah. Well, and that was a really interesting uh, uh, GitHub issue that you brought up too. Yeah. You brought to attention to a couple people. If you look at Benjamin's response, it's like, well, we'll get to this after 1.3. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Yeah, I mean, it'd probably be a lot better for the community if we got to it before. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, and I, I need to go act, contribute an actual idea in there too, though. Yeah. I don't know how I'm feeling about CSS preprocessors anyway, anymore. I feel like there's going to be a change coming. And people are going to crucify me for saying that. I, you know, I could care less, right? Like, I don't handle that. I, I, I leave that to other people. I think it's your, your actual title at OK Grow is designer, right? No, I'm a developer. Oh, are you? But Carl and I are, are the developer designers. Okay. Over there. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're like, your little hobby is like backend stuff. Yeah. Me, I'm like modulus galaxy. I don't care about backend stuff. Um, <laughs> but microservices interest me. So I, I know as much as I need to about that. Uh, other than that, it's like design. Like I'm all about like animation, CSS and, de- and design kind of stuff. So yeah. that does matter to me. I just try to keep my designer happy. Like she's, she's working on the project. She wants foundation. So like I'm, I just leave it there for her. <laughs> yeah. Your designer is amazing by the way. I'm not yeah. saying her name because I don't know if you want to give it out because then all of a sudden she won't be your designer anymore. Yeah, I don't oh, know. Oh. She, she's, she's on her own. Oh. She, she actually uh, quit and she's freelancing now. So is she? here's the thing I'll say. She's in this, this space dojo Slack room. So she if is. you're looking for a quality designer, she's in there. Yes, her initials are AS. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You right. still not going to give her a name? Okay. No. Props to the mystery designer. <laughs> Initials AS, Ben loves you. You're awesome. Maybe after she finishes my wife's new website, I'll, I'll say her name. <laughs> okay, now you're just getting mean because you know she's listening to this podcast. Maybe. <laughs> you're passing subliminal messages. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. Way off topic. Monica, <laughs> you should check it out. Like, I don't know what else to say other than that. Like, I, I should probably dive in a little bit deeper here myself. Like, He's putting out really interesting ideas, and it looks like React Composer, uh, if you're not following, may end up being kind of like an official solution uh, now that mix-ins are going away in React. So that's that's part of Mantra. So, you know, if, if nothing else, he's driving the Meteor community forward and yeah. getting the latest and, and greatest React standards kind of working. At this point, <laughs> I hate to say it, like, the React support came out for Meteor and, you know, it used a mix-in and now mix-ins are dead. So it's like, <laughs> they're, they're going to be gone, gone soon. <laughs> Meteor's uh, React support was out of date when it, when it came out. I don't know. Uh, JavaScript. Hey, I quit. Re- hey, React. Yeah, exactly. I would have to say this is this is a React thing, okay? Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, yeah. Like I wouldn't throw it on MDG. Well, no, actually, it's worse than that, right? This is an ES6 thing. Like mixins didn't make it into ES6, so mm-hmm. you know, gone. Yeah, yeah. Anywho, uh, what I'm interested about with Mantra is, and maybe people can correct me, comment on this, or let me know. But working with it, what do you guys think? Is it is it uh, speeding up and offering the opinionated framework that you really want on top of Meteor or is it adding complexity? Um, well, I want to get your feedback. I think Aaron Oda wants to hear that too and start and start getting some uh, major feedback beyond just issues on the GitHub, but actually have community write-ups and stuff like that. So yeah. if you guys are using Mantra, like, like get it out there, get that, that news out there. And I know that once I start using it, I'm going to definitely use it for a project coming up sooner or later. I'm going to be uh, documenting my usage of it too. Yeah. It's really interesting. 
I don't know. There's some things I want to say here, but I think I don't want to turn it into a bigger discussion. So we should probably move on. You're you're a troublesome man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll just say the sentence. If you agree, we can just move on after I say it. <laughs> yeah? All right. So I think mantra exists because getting pull requests accepted into the meteor is so hard. And I think that there's going to be some double work going on here, right? Like Mantra is interested in React Native, and now we have Martin working on React Native. So I don't know. Seems not cool, but just my two cents. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Thanks, Thanks, Ben. All right. (laughs) I have a different opinion, but we can't get into it. Yeah. But but I'm I'm close to that. I just – I think you're right on. I just have – I think it's a positive thing, though. Not not so much that it maybe it's not growing of a negative situation. So yeah, <laughs> I, I, you know, I think I think this is basically a fork of Meteor Guide and a fork of Meteor itself with some other libraries sprinkled in, and that's what we're looking at here. That is that is what I'm curious about. Yeah. I was shocked when I was talking to Sashko, and he said that they want to support more opinionated uh, frameworks like Mantra on top of Meteor. And if you guys listen to transmission, my next question was, well, what is guide going to support? Is guide something separate or is guide going to support one of these, these uh, frameworks? I, I remember asking that question. I forget what the answer was. <laughs> so yeah, I can't answer for them again, but anywho, whatever's happening is good. The thing is whenever we have the status quo right now, we want something else to come out to like make it status quo obsolete, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm happy. Like, Aeronauta is always pushing the envelope forward and everything I hear from MDG is that, you know, they really, really appreciate Aeronauta's input and guidance in the community yeah. and what they're putting out there. And I think it's because he helps well, test and justify different iterations and changes and things. Well, like. you know, to me, the, the key difference here, right, is that the idea of mantra is coming from building Kadira versus the idea of Meteor is coming from building Meteor, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I, I think there's real learnings there. And it's it's hard for people at Meteor to, to have this kind of view of Meteor because they're not really building... Like, there's there's some guys now that are building an application, right, called Galaxy. Yeah. And, well, and they're, they're in the weeds. They're working with these large companies that are on Galaxy. You know, and they're in their... their now, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. That, that's starting to happen, but... They, they have more experience than you and I do now. I would say MDG. Mm. Oh, they are on huge projects with huge issues. Uh, maybe, maybe. Uh, I know the... Yeah, well, okay. We'll put it there. Meteor is not super opinionated. And some people like that. Other people have said, no, it needs to be more opinionated. Mantra yeah. and has an opportunity to be super opinionated. Exactly. And, and that's, that's I, the distinguishing factor is there. I don't think that they're competing, say, but there are some fuzzy areas and you are correct. There are some areas of gray. Yeah. We don't have the answer for yet. But fundamentally, I think they're two different things. Yeah. Sort of. Boom. Here's the thing, right? Like this... ODA2 coming out and like him talking about directory structures and that kind of thing. Like those are just opinions. They actually aren't even fully baked into, you know, you can make your directory structure however you want. They're just kind of guiding you with their little, their docs and that kind of thing. So (laughs) anyway, all right. (laughs) 
move on. I thought, I thought, you know what, Josh, you know what the problem is? We're not passionate enough. I thought these topics would get easier because they got less votes as we went on, but that doesn't seem to be the case. No. All right. Using Meteor data and React with Meteor (laughs) 1.3. And this is also from Aranota on the Kadira blog. Yeah, but this is Aranota number 58. (laughs) Totally. The other one was 73. (laughs) Totally different people. Come on. Is that what those numbers at the bottom mean? That's which Aranota actually wrote it? That's right. Like 58 is kind of known for being funny. Okay. 73 is the innovative one. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, I think 108, it's like the th- I mean, whoops. <laughs> gotta be that out. go. We, we got like clean lyrics listed in iTunes and now. I don't, we're not more clean on YouTube. I don't think YouTube itself is clean, so we'll just leave it in for YouTube. Okay. All right. Um, so I think I gave away the punchline already, right? Like mix-ins are dead. So, you know, <laughs> the uh, Meteor React mix-in, data mix-in is kind of like, you know, going to be deprecated uh, with the new version just because React will likely do with mix-ins at some point. So he kind of talks about the container pattern and I, I've started to dive into this myself, right? So like if you can't do a mix-in, right? And so like I've personally been trying to think about how to do, how do I do flow router authentication and kind of redirecting you to the login page and kind of stuff like with React, with flow router and Meteor 1.3, the, the mix-ins seem like the obvious answer and then you kind of go down that rabbit hole and you're like, oh wait, mix-ins are going away. And so then you like start to realize like you can build these higher order components, which looks interesting. And I think that's what he's kind of talking about here is like, you know, building React containers, uh, which I think we've discussed before as well. But he, he's got a library now called React Composer, which will handle, it's like a, a, a little way for you to be able to do your meteor.subscribe call and then compose with tracker. I don't know. Maybe it's less boilerplate than component will mount or something. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of interested to play with it, but this is the thing they're having a discussion in the uh, GitHub comments in meteor and kind of discussing. So there's another one called auto var from Q42. They're kind of looking at the different options there and, I don't know. It's it's really interesting. So, yeah. I wish I knew. <laughs> Are you with me today, dude? I, I'm totally with you. I totally want to know this stuff. Yeah? Hey, this is what we need to do. We need to interview Aranota. I need to know how to get, how to scale myself horizontally. <laughs> so, I think you... New podcast, like the business of doing more crap in a day. (laughs) Yes, seriously. This is a problem. Aranota has all the time to create this stuff, write about this stuff, publish this stuff, and then modify this stuff. I don't have enough time to fire his stuff up and try. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, you got to like just bite the bullet and like he's he's pushing the envelope, right? He's trying Meteor 1.3 and... You know, you you start to realize some of the limitations and problems. Like, you know, if I cruise by a thread and I look at it, like I've been looking at 1.3 forum threads and stuff for a while, but 
Mm-hmm. So a couple of days ago when I actually started writing an app, I didn't even realize what half this crap meant. <laughs> now Benjamin released some awesome stuff about modules. And so I really enjoyed that. Understanding the difference between uh, ECMAScript modules and uh, common JS. That was like something I really appreciated. Anyway, I could talk about that because I read into that, but yeah, no react Compit, composer. I'm sorry. Yeah. Am I fired now? Yeah, you're fired. No, are you working on any React projects right now? Or not really? Uh, I am not. Okay. I personally am not. So there were some side projects. I got a person. I got two personal projects I'm working on, and then we rewrote OKGrow.com into React before, but you weren't really on that. We used the mixin. No. Mm, ah. But uh, right now I got bumped onto another big project, and and we're using um blaze we're still using blaze mm. mm. it's using cluster so i get to dive into that more so that's fun. nice yeah that's fun yeah. so speaking of aren't you guys like uh hiring someone like you need some temp help right or did you find someone oh uh i think we're good there Ooh. shout out to the community so like paul and i put out a shout out for some freelancers the issue was um we have very passionate clients and they don't like it when we have to move on to other projects because mm. they're like, Hey, we want you all to ourselves. Yeah. So, okay. Grow is growing. Like we're doing the right thing, man. We, we found our, our niche and things are growing. Anyway, we're, I, we're not sure yet though. We're pretty conservative if we want to add another team member or not. We've had a record January. Yeah. But you guys were looking for like a temp. Yeah. So we're looking for a temp. So it's the first yeah. thing. So anyway, props to the community. Like I think like within, Three hours, we had a handful of people. Where'd you post it? Just the Space Dojo Slack room or somewhere else too? Space Dojo, Twitter, and then uh, my boy West Boss has a Slack room as well. And I I don't know where Paul posted it, but that was what. He did it in the Space Dojo Slack room. Yeah. Yeah, so good stuff. Okay, grows rocking, man. Nice. We got got too much work. All right. So... Why doesn't React have templates, Ben? No, no. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously. So, so Dan, who made uh, Redux and uh, Sashka, or Sasha, Sasha, Sasha <laughs> Meteor, they kind of went back and forth on Twitter about like React templates and all that stuff. And Dan brought up some good points. I wish I knew off the top of my head, but Dan's big thing was like testing and, and iterating over them easier. Mm-hmm. I, I was just like, uh, yeah, whatever. You know, that's something to figure out. But anyway, so Sasha really took it further and like wrote a blog post off of, off of that. And that was pretty amazing. He actually took it further than that. He created a uh, React templating repo of some sort. Mm. Did he really? Yeah. Yes. Let's my own functional stateless component based React template solution. Yeah, that's the one. Ten times. Yeah, it's awesome. It it was interesting, right? And so he kind of wrote it and then went back and forth. But you know, the thing to me, and let's, I, I, let's talk about JS templates first, though. You know, the the argument I hear is that designers, you know, JSX is is harder for designers to get. Hmm. But I, I just don't, I don't know that I buy that. 
I think if you're a really good designer, you're in JavaScript every day. Exactly. I, I feel like if you're even just a decent designer, you, you likely play around with uh, jQuery or something, right? Like you, you've come from somewhere. You've likely added animations or something, isotopes or something, masonry. Yeah, I could see where that's different because like jQuery, you know, you're, you're modifying the DOM directly and then you just refer to some plugins documentation and you're up to go. You're going really fast. But, but you're, you're like, there's like this side learning that happens. Like you're, you're picking up a little bit of JavaScript knowledge. Like you're starting to understand what the syntax looks like, you know, up until a couple of weeks ago, I hadn't written any react code, but like I've, I've looked at enough code that I, I start to understand what a component looks like and how it works even mm-hmm. before I wrote any. And I never even sat down and look at the docs. Like, I, I just think that, that that starts to happen. Yeah. I don't know very many designers that just stick to straight HTML, I guess, would be my point. And, like, if they're able to go into Blaze, like, the JavaScript file side of Blaze and, and write a helper, mm-hmm. why, why can't they use JSX? Yeah, and JSX isn't the only thing that you, that, that you can use. Like, there's other things out there. Yeah. And so, a lot of what... Um, the, the back and forth with Dan and, and, and Sasha ended up with is that it's not really helpful because one of the great things about having your code right in there with your HTML is that like you get like code completion from your editor, linting becomes better, you know, all kinds of different benefits that you get by kind of writing all that together in one file and separating that out, you lose a lot of that benefit. Mm-hmm. So yeah. interesting experiment. It is interesting. And I think it's something that needs to be done because like we, we talked about how React moves HTML into JavaScript. And that is intimidating. Like you're kind of getting rid of HTML. And mm-hmm. that are just like in your lizard brain. It's like anchored in like things like class, like reserved words in JavaScript that also is duplicated in HTML, you know, or simple things like, like looping through data all of a sudden you're like, well, wait a minute here. I need to know JavaScript to do this because like before, like my templating language, like just did it for me, you know, I just throw in an it, an each or something like that. Or I, never, I mean, it's, is, is, is a map call all that different from each? Well, that's the thing. So I think that is just intimidating from a designer standpoint. But again, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm just trying to like yeah. be apathetic to them. Like, what do you do? You just spend 30 minutes, you learn what map is. Great. Now you got it. I didn't watch the video, but I did read the post. And I think, like, <laughs> I love the TLDW. Like, wait a minute, what's that? Oh, too long, didn't, didn't write. Um, <laughs> but then he gives a link to a bunch of resources that kind of outlines um, the way that React is moving. And actually, some of this I hadn't even read until uh, he posted this. So I just want to say thank you to Sasha because certainly expanded my understanding of where React is headed, and I'm feeling a lot better about it myself. Mm-hmm. Despite my JavaScript fatigue, now that I'm writing React components. Anyway, it's a meaningful discussion. I think the, the takeaway from this is that there's not a happy path for designers to move into React. Like, where where is that article? You know, where where is everything outlined? Where like, okay, this is where I need to go to learn, and now I'm going to be a productive designer using React. Yeah, so I I will say the docs maybe feel a little dense, like just Mm -hmm. starting with the React docs. I could see where that might be a little intimidating. Um, 
They've got tips. Let me click here. I didn't really. Sasha wants to just make an abstraction to of JSX to make it simpler for people to be onboarded. And I think that's going to make the adoption of React even more powerful. Yeah. Um, that's it. Like, I don't, I don't really think there should be any opinions in there. Like, I think it's just a necessary path for the evolution of React. Boom. That's Ben's knowledge. It's built for you. I really like Sasha. I'm glad he's part of our community and he's like relevant past Meteor. So that, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I love that he's extending into the React community. Mm-hmm. So I'm also trying to do as Aeronota is doing. I saw a blog post too. We'll talk about it next week. Hopefully. Uh, I'm going to put it up on Crater later. See if we can get it upvoted a bunch. We'll keep trying this experiment. Let us know what you think. Like we'll just pick the top upvoted topics from Crater. Mm. No cherry picking. Yeah. So hopefully we get to talk about it next week. If a, if a spam post gets top rated, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll discuss. I mean, you know, now I've, I've killed off the spam, so that's less of an issue now. But um, I know that Josh wants wants uh, breast augmentation. Well, I know a lot that. of it was, was oh. about Star Wars when we were getting the spam. So I'll we'll just have a spoiler-filled oh. episode about Star Wars. <laughs> Much to Ben's chagrin. I haven't seen it still. <laughs> you and like 10 other people on the planet. That's how busy I've been. Mm. Craziness. I haven't been able to see Star Wars. I'm kind of sad. I, you know, it's, it's not a matter of busyness. It's just a matter of priorities, Ben. <sighs> well, now, I, now it has to rank up against Deadpool. Like, what, what do I see? Well, see, I, I took care of it early, so now I can just go see Deadpool. I know. Yeah. That's what happens with procrastinators. You know, Their life sucks. <laughs> I, haven't, um, I haven't had a beer since, like, before Christmas. And so this is like, uh, it's, it's getting interesting, right? Like I, I really, really enjoy beer. And the funny thing is I can't drink beer, but. All of a sudden, my, it's really interesting. My driving has gotten better. I stopped slurring. <laughs> I stopped, I stopped hitting people on the side of the road. <laughs> I don't sleep as well, as good anymore. I don't know what's happened before. Maybe passing out. <laughs> But uh, next week at the conclusion of CraterConf, I'm going to the Cincinnati Beer Festival. I'm pretty excited about it. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm jealous. Yeah. You should be. <laughs> what about you? You doing anything interesting, Ben? Over the weekend? Yeah, whatever. Working catching, on anything interesting, doing catching, anything Catching up on work. Yeah. <laughs> No, nothing interesting. Actually, actually, something super interesting. Uh, my wife and I are going to be planning on doing the John Muir Trail up on the Rocky Mountains. Hmm. Yeah, what is it, like 500 miles or something like that? It's like a two, three-week trip. Really? You're going to like hike 500 miles? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it's, it's an awesome trail. And nice. so we're not going to do it this year, but we're going to be doing it next year, but it takes a while to get training to train up for this and then get the equipment that you need and everything. So I bet. Yeah. What do you just like camp along the way then? You do. Yeah. Yeah. You do like 10 to 20 miles, sometimes 15 miles a day and then yeah. set up camp and then mm. out the next day. That's courageous, sir. It is gorgeous. I mean, the documentary has got us hooked. So mm. which yeah. documentary? Uh, there's a handful of them. You just get to look up John Muir trail. Mm, all right. Yeah. It's on Netflix. There is. There's, there's, I think there's two on Netflix. All right. I'll check yeah. it out. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. 
Hmm. Yep. Anywho, so we're getting, we're planning for that. So that means like a lot of like running and planning trips, buying expensive. Carrying crap on your back. <laughs> yep. See, all of a sudden we're giving our kids more piggyback rides all of a sudden. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> hey kids, hop on. We're going to, we're, we're gonna doing some training. Store. Back. <laughs> nice. All right. All right, man. Cool. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. As always, uh, you can support Crater, the Crater Podcast, Space Dojo, Space Dojo Show. Go to, it's still at Patreon. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe someday I'll get around to changing it, but P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Meteor Club. Should at least change the name to Space Dojo. I don't know. See if I can do that. And 10 bucks a month will get you into the Slack chat. Catch mm-hmm. in the chat. And uh, I think it's an awesome place. It is. I'm also thinking about including it as part of my training package now too. So we'll see how that works. You should. Yeah. Everyone who takes your training, you know, they're passionate, man. They, they love what you do. So, and yeah. that's what you want to fill the Slack chat room up with. Yeah. So, uh, and then as always, Modulus is a sponsor. Modulus.io. Check them out. I still mm-hmm. think maybe the best hosting platform. I don't know. It's a go-to for me. We need we need like a we need like a side by side comparison with all the updated options. Maybe I'll get around to that. Who knows? Yeah, I have I have a do account, but I haven't set up a droplet just yet because you know why? Modulus makes it so easy for me. Mm. So, yeah, you know, I'll be lame and just say like Crater's on DigitalOcean just because like I moved it there and I have some credit there. So like I don't, I haven't moved it off yet. Yeah. So Josh will get the sponsorship and I'll be the one that's promoting it. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) That's a partnership right there. There you go. Yeah. No, we love Mindless. All right. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next week. This has been a Space Dojo production. You can find out more information about Space Dojo at spacedojo.com. It's easy to join the mailing list and stay in the loop. That's S-P-A-C-E-D-O-J-O dot com.